0: Did you know that one of the biggest benefits of podcast ads is that listeners actually enjoy them? Yeah, you didn't hear me wrong. On business.com, I learned that 67% of podcast listeners enjoy hearing ads compared to the 6% that enjoy hearing ads on TV or on the radio. So therefore, podcast ads are one of the most effective ways to get more exposure on your brand, to build your clientele, to build your customer base, and even more importantly, To create that strong loyalty within that base. That's why I am so proud to announce that Life Verbs Podcast is now offering commercial ads. That's right. We want to advertise your business. And I would love to send you more information. So if you're interested, email me at contactlifeverbs with an S at gmail.com. Again, that's contactlifeverbs with an S at gmail.com. And when you send the email, be sure to put in the subject, interested in advertisements. And I look forward to connecting with you. Blessings and abundance. I am so excited to have Jaquasia back to Life Verbs Podcast. This is her second podcast session with me and it's awesome because Kai is here too. So it's adding a male into the mix as we're talking about her amazing organization, Black Girls Can Heal. Be sure to check out. My first podcast session with Jaquasia that happened in season two. It is available on all audio podcast platforms, so it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor, Podcast Addict, Breaker, iHeartRadio, and so many more. So, how you locate? The first session with Jaquasia is again go to season two. And season two was posted on November 1st, 2020. Okay? So the last episode of season two is actually titled Inspirations for 2021. And that was posted on December 10th. I wanted to give you that marker so it's easy to find Jaquasia's episode called and titled Healing Past the Hurt. Again, that was posted on November 1st, 2020. On season three, we started putting the episode numbers with it and the seasons. So going forward, you will see that reflected. So get your notepads ready and get ready for this amazing episode with the amazing, beautiful, spirited Jaquasia. I'm your certified life coach, Zen. Welcome to Life Verbs Podcast, created to hydrate your soul, fortify your spirit, intensify, and renew your mindset.
1: Right, and I'm your mentor and serial entrepreneur, Kai. On this podcast and our Instagram pages, Zen and I, we conduct organic and uh, authentic conversation, you know, amongst us along with other entrepreneurs and guest stars. So let's nourish and flourish you in life, right? So let's get to it how we get to it. Yes, yes. Stay tuned, you all, to the end for
0: updates, news, and also how to connect with us and our amazing guests today. Today, we are blessed to have Jaquasia Vandross, the founding CEO and president of Black Girls Can Heal Incorporation, an advocate for health, wellness, and and healing, Jaquasia brings holistic approach to her work by integrating spiritual, physical, mental, and emotional forms of well-being. Jaquasia brings more than a decade, y'all, over 10 years of passion, dedication, and experience in serving communities of color with a keen focus on elevating women and girls' voices, promoting mental health and wellness, and addressing healing. That's right, Jaquasia currently serves as a clinical coordinator, providing undeserved youth and families in the community and foster care with affordable keyword affordable mental health therapy services she is a 2016 mercy college graduate with a bachelor's in psychology and a 2020 mercy college graduate with a master's in clinical mental health counseling with certification in alcoholism and substance abuse Under her leadership, Black Girls Can Heal. Research and advocacy will demonstrate the importance of education, healing, and mental health among women and girls of color. Jaquasia got that paperwork on deck. Okay, he got all the licenses, all the degrees, the certifications. I love it, and I celebrate that with you, my sister. Welcome back, Jaquasia, to Life Herbs Podcast. Please tell us more about your amazing organization, Black Girls Can Heal Incorporated, and the support groups that you offer virtually
2: nationwide. So first, thank you for having me again. Um, What is it in specific that you wanna know about Black Girls Can Heal? Let's start at the beginning for people who've never heard of it,
0: who aren't familiar with it. Talk to us a little bit about how did you start it?
2: How did it even begin? So Black Girls Can Heal actually started as Therapy for Color Girls.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And it started back as an internship where I was assigned to work with a group of girls in Harlem, NYC, Um, for various reasons, maybe behavioral issues, maybe um, attendance, being poor, just different reasons. It started off that way, just a small group of 15 girls who needed extra support. And as I went on, I noticed that it was more girls in the school who actually needed that service. And they were actually parents of those um, children who needed that service as well, so I'm like, why do why should I stop at just one group when I can serve an entire community? When I can not only just serve these children, but I can also serve their moms, their aunts, their cousins, even their grandparents, you know? So that's where the idea came about, just noticing that there was a need that wasn't being met.
1: What do you think is the is the uh, the biggest thing that's 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 holding you know you know these young black women from growing is it lack of having like a father figure or father period or
2: you know like what are some
1: things you just come across
2: i think it's a combination of things a lot of it is the societal pressures that are being placed on black women mm. is having to live up to society's expectations mm. another huge one is um just being this strong black woman not being allowed to be vulnerable not being allowed to be weak being allowed to be everything else but those So I just think it's a combination of things. It can be the lack of parental um, supervision. It can be, you know, just no um, supervision at all. You know, no one um, telling them right from wrong, no one encouraging them to be their their best self. So I think it's a combination of both, but a lot of it has to do with societal pressures that are being placed on black women.
3: I love how you
0: highlighted that, the societal pressures because you know and for anybody who's watching this who may not be a person of color no more that's what it is she just gave you the key the pressures Mm -hmm. right of being a black woman not even in just america but just worldwide right right being more melanated expecting more there's more of an expectation on our jobs from men from other women Mm -hmm. right it's just a lot i love how you highlighted that Jaquasia. i want to ask you Mm -hmm. what is another life verb okay because you gave us a life verb the first time you were with us but what is another life verb that you live by meaning your philosophy on life as you see it that has been obtained through your personal life experiences
2: so i use this one with my kids all the time so just for clarification i'm a therapist but i work with adolescents and youth strictly that goes against like what I do in my business. But I use this with my kids all the time. And it's like a mantra that we use. So we say in the beginning and end of sessions that there's strength in vulnerability and there's power in being transparent.
0: Mm.
2: So I like to have them live by it. And because I have them live by it, I like to live by it myself. That's why I'm so open to sharing my story, because I hope that it will bring them to share their story and bring others to share their story as well.
1: No, that's that's dope. That's dope. And, and, and the reason why it's so dope is because, you know, again, even as even even, even as a black man, you know, we're taught, you know, to not be vulnerable mm-hmm. right? and not be transparent. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, that's how I used to live my life. And I've noticed once I've completely changed that, once I've learned that, you know, the things that we've gone through, you know, your testimony is everything. Mm-hmm. Right. The more you speak up of the things that you've gone through, your trials, your tribulations, mm-hmm. the more that you can help save someone because now somebody can relate to you,
2: yep.
1: right? There's a difference between, um, you know, someone talking about, yeah, hey, you know, you just gotta, you gotta keep pushing and you gotta keep doing this and, you know, just stay positive. It's hard for someone to relate to that. If you mm-hmm. haven't gone through anything that that person has gone
0: through, mm-hmm.
1: you know, so um, that's, that's, I'm, I'm glad that you're, that you, you, you're installing that into your kids at an early age. So by the time they get to your age, come on, man, they, they're going to be, you know, phenomenal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's, that's, that's really a, a dope life verb. Thank you. Definitely. Definitely. Kyle, you got
0: another question?
1: Um, really, really, I want to know because I, 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 you know, Zen has done an excellent job of you know, seeing all the success in the titles that you, that you have gone, that you have gotten. Right. And that you mm-hmm. have. Right. But I want to know what was at your, at your, at your pivotal point where it was like, okay, am I going to continue doing this? Not what, what motivated you? What was your push at that point where it's like, I don't know, right. Where, You could see your vision, but the vision wasn't clear right then and there. Mm -hmm. What what pushed what gave you that motivation?
2: Um, There was a lot of times where I was going to quit, to be honest, like because it is it is a lot. But I think just not wanting people to go through life having to deal with things alone, Mm. so it was more so just reminding myself about the community that I'm trying to build, I'm trying to ease away from the competition and be more collective with people, start bringing people in, start actually building a community. So I remind myself every time I get like a little weary or I want to give up or things are not going my way. I remind Mm -hmm. myself about the community that I'm trying to build Mm -hmm. and allowing other women to know that they're not alone in what they're going through. And you don't have to compete with the other woman. You know, it's it's better to collaborate with them than to compete with them. You'll get further collaborating than competing. So that's what I remind myself.
1: Yeah, that's dope. And, you know, for everybody that's watching this and, um, you know, she says something very, very, the biggest word that we all keep in our heads sometimes. And sometimes we don't even know that we're actually doing this, but it's competing, you know, Mm -hmm. competition. Mm -hmm. Right. And I like to I like to when I say that, I want I like people to think about when you drive down the street and you go to a strip mall, if you go eating fast food. Right. Think about them mcdonald's doesn't care that wendy's is right here right. Chick A doesn't care that wendy's and mcdonald's are on both left and right of them right yeah. their main focus is on the product and the service and you let the people decide for themselves mm-hmm. right? when it comes to competition stop worrying about everybody else and just have tunnel vision work on your product work yeah. on yourself and everything else will come together
0: i want to take that even a step farther i love I that Todd, because even um branches within the same company right like the starbucks that's less than five minutes down the road is still that other starbucks competition right Mm -hmm. both of them have goals to make they got an anniversary the the week the month the year right and they have competition with one another. Who's the number one in the district, right? Who's the number one in the state, right? Mm -hmm. Because they get bonuses and stuff because of that. So I love how you said that when it comes to competition, really focusing on what you have.
1: Mm -hmm. Because
0: Mm -hmm. if you work hard, you focus on what you have, you build it brick by brick, and you have that drive everything's going to fall into place, right? So many mm-hmm. times we're too busy looking to the left, looking to the right, looking above, looking above, uh, below, but not looking all around, see? Not looking at what's going on within what we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And I must say, because Jaquasia is, is amazing, I'm one of the facilitators and with Black Girls Can Heal, and let me tell you, this is a thorough woman, okay? Jaquasia V, she be thorough. And I gotta ask you the ask you, Jaquasia, how do you pour into yourself? Because you do so much pouring. You pour into us as facilitators. You pour uh, pour into the youth. You pour into the youth and ladies um, that are part of Black Girls Can Heal. What do you do to refuel you and to recharge your battery?
2: so me i it's it's for me it's simple so and i pick a day and i like to shop so i shop and i like to watch lifetime movies i don't know why but they crack me up so i just like to watch lifetime movies.
1: Is it, is it the bad acting?
2: what is it i think it's a bad acting right right so, so i just watch those like i'll pick a day and either i'll go out shopping or i'll just sit and just watch a bunch of lifetime movies so it's just something simple that's going to relax my mom. where I'm just not overworking or thinking about what next, what next. It's just something something soothing to me. Definitely, definitely. Jaquaj, I also want to ask you, how are you
0: currently living in action and expansion in your life first? And then how are you currently living in, ac- in action and expansion in your organization? So in action regarding what? Just an action, like actually living instead of just existing. Like what do you do daily in your life to take action so that you're not in, you know, a stagnant or stuck area of life? I know it happens, right? Mm -hmm. It happens, but I feel like we got to keep the momentum. So what are you currently doing with this? And then how are you expanding personally in your life? Mm -hmm. And then also with the organization.
2: I think with me, a big thing is practicing what you preach. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to, like for instance, if I'm going to tell my group facilitators, make sure you have a self-care plan because of the work that you're doing, I'm going to make sure that I have a self-care plan. Mm -hmm. If I'm telling my kids that there is strength in being vulnerable, there's power in being transparent, then I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to share things about me that others may not know. I'm going to be as transparent as I can. So I like to practice what I preach.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And in regards to just living, I just take things as they come. Like we can't focus on what happened yesterday and we can't focus on what's going to happen tomorrow because we might, not, we might not even be here tomorrow. So we have to live in, that exact, in, th- in this moment right now. So what's happening right now is what I'm focused on. I'm not focused on anything else. I'm focused on being here with y'all right now. So I think that is also important too, just living in the moment, because you can't control what's gonna happen. So you might as well focus on right now. So those are two things that I like to live by. And as far as my business, I incorporate that into my business as well. And that's how I'm gonna be able to expand by just focusing on right now. What are the needs of my community right now? I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow if the needs are going to shift. I don't know what's going to happen in 10 years. So I can't plan out that far. But I know right now my community needs assistance with mental health. I know my community needs assistance with healing. And I know my community can't afford 150 an hour. You know, I know they can't afford $50 every session they go into, um, every time they go for a group session. Mm -hmm. so I'm doing what I can do right now in this moment and that's provide them with free and accessible services so they can get the mental health care that they need so they can get the healing resources that they need so they can connect and build communities on their own
1: Mm I love that that's dope the the female that's that's stuck right now that female that is stuck that female that has you know maybe young but is old Because Mm. of all the experiences that, that, that she's gone through. Right? What would you say to her right now?
0: Hey, everyone. Just want to take a quick second to hear from one of our sponsors, which is my company, Life Verbs Coaching, with me, your certified professional life coach, Zen. Listen to a testimonial from one of my clients on how verbs coaching has been beneficial in her life.
3: I was having some difficult tra- times in life, just trying to figure out the direction that I'm supposed to go in. And luckily for me, my husband was talking to Zen one day and I said, I really need to talk to her. And that is how my coaching sessions with her started. We've been on the seven month plan and I'm ready to extend. I'm going to extend. I started off as a a person that was just trying to understand my purpose. I started off as someone that just needed direction, help to unpack a few baggages, the bags that I was carrying around in my life. And over these past six months, let me tell you, I have blossomed into the person that I'm supposed to be. And I credit that to Zen. Sitting through her sessions, completing the homework, really listening, being an active listener, and working towards the goals that I set with Zen has just made me feel alive. I am so excited about what's to come. I'm super blessed to have Zen. I consider her my coach, but she will never get rid of me because she is going to be and will always be my friend But if you're going through anything in life, which we all do, you need some direction. You need to unpack a bag. You need to really dig deep into understanding why you operate the way you do. Listen, life verb coaching, this is where you're supposed to be. Take it from me. Actually, don't take it from me. Take it for yourself, and then let's talk about it. But then is everything everything and she will bring things out of you that you didn't even know existed because you are enough it's in there but you need Zen to bring it out get some zen in your life hey
0: it's zen owner of life verbs co and the creator host and producer of that's right life verbs podcast yeah I wear a lot of hats, I know, but check this out. I'm not sure if you're aware, but I'm also a professional certified life coach in intentional living and purposeful living, which means that I keep you accountable in living a more balanced life. Everyone can use some more balance, right? I also coach you to be the rescuer of yourself and to strengthen your resiliency from the ebbs and flows and roller coaster rides and curveballs that life throws your way and those crazy cards that sometimes you're dealt, including trauma, because I too am a trauma survivor. Did you know that knowing thyself is critical? And it's the key to achieving purpose and accomplishing your goals and living out your dreams. It's time to fully understand your God-given power and shift that mindset. So you know what? I'm gonna offer you something. I wanna offer you a one-on-one, one-hour free consultation with me. That's right. And in that consultation, we're going to highlight the key areas and get your blueprint started. It's time to start living a life with intention. Stop wasting time and invest in yourself. Let's get realigned. Just go to www.lifeverbspodcast.com to schedule your free consultation to find out more information and also to view client testimonials. Blessings and abundance.
2: Hmm, That's a tough one because it depends on where that person is at mentally. A yeah. lot of people, especially someone who has been through so much, yeah. they're not looking for advice in the particular moment. I think that you have to be consciously aware and acknowledge what it is that you've gone through. If you're not consciously aware or acknowledging that you've been through something, then anything that I tell you is just going to bounce off of you and come right back onto me. So if I'm telling you, you know, try therapy or try a support group or try, you know, life coaching or one-on-one mentoring, it's not going to work because you're not admitting that there's a problem. You're not admitting that there's a trauma that you've experienced. If that person is willing to admit that, then there will be all types of advice that I would, I would give them. If they're not comfortable talking with you know, someone, a lot of people mm-hmm. are not comfortable sharing their story. So mm-hmm. my advice would be to journal. Everything that you would want to say to your therapist or to a group of um, individuals, you, jur- you write that down. If you still have resentment towards your abuser, the person mm-hmm. who did you wrong, you write a letter. I do this with my kids all the time. It's called the burn letter. They write everything that they need to write in that letter. They can curse, they can say whatever they want. I don't get to read it and no one else gets to read it. When they're done with it, they cut it up in little pieces and they throw it in the garbage. But that way the anger is not weighing weighing them down like an anchor Mm. anymore. Mm. They were able to express how they feel about that abuser and they Mm. were able to let that go. You know, so there's a, a lot of things that, you know, you can say to someone, but they have to be in the right mindset to receive
1: what it is that you're saying to them. That's dope. That's dope. So, listen, that female that's watching this, that um, that's going through it. Step one, like you said, is you got to admit it. Mm-hmm. You, have to, you have to admit to yourself. You got to admit to yourself that, you know, that you that you that you've gone through it and that you need some help. But I really like I've never heard no one say that. I really like that write it down and then throw it away cut it up mm-hmm. that's dope that's dope i kind of needed that about six seven years ago with my father so hey hey well, that's that's good that's good
0: you know and i want to add to that as well you know for the girl who maybe everything just seems dark in your life right now and cloudy and it's hard for you to even find the joy It's hard for you to even crack that smile on your face. I want you to write down things, gratitude, what you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. It could be the fact that you have a roof over your head. It could be the fact that you have kids. It could be the fact that you were able to eat today. There's something you're grateful for. And write those things down. Put it on a post-it note, fold it up, put it in a jar. And I call it a gratitude jar.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: so every time when times get hard you may have that tough moment or you find yourself kind of in the pit feeling feeling like you in a pit open that up and take out gratitude and read that gratitude Mm -hmm. also i have something else that's called um Named after equation surprise named after your support, the support group breaking the cycle. I call it breaking the cycle jar. Um, I actually do this with some of my clients if they have some unhealthy habits, right? Mm-hmm. Or if they're dealing with anger and maybe they take it out on the on the person that's close to them, right? They have to put a dollar in that jar every time they engage in that habit or they engage in that behavior right and if you have kids at the end of the month that money goes to the kids they can buy whatever they want but it's a great way to keep yourself accountable or you could be like you know i gotta do run a mile or i got it something something that you know is not necessarily what you want to do so it's going to keep you accountable but yet it's healthy for you to do as well it's these exercises that that we are talking about they help you all why because humans were creatures of habit
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: we're creatures of habit. aquasia what is the hardest challenge First, that you had over had to overcome personally, and then I'm going to ask you the hardest challenge that you had to overcome within
2: within what you do. So for me personally, mm-hmm. I think it was just being able to actually open up mm-hmm. and um, be vulnerable. So I'm the only girl of five boys, so I'm just rough by nature. So yeah. it was not in me to like cry or express my emotions. It was always my brothers like, if you got the mouth, then you better you know follow through with the action. So that's how that's how it was for me. And my mom was a single mom, so it was really no time for me to be like feel emotions or be vulnerable or be like transparent. So I think the hardest part for me was to actually open up and to start to share my story. And another thing that hindered me from actually opening up was I was I constantly told myself that there's people who have it worse than you. So your story really doesn't matter. So I was being my own big um my own worst enemy by telling yeah. myself like your story doesn't matter, people have it worse than you. Like at least you still have a roof over your head and stuff like you know, little things to just derail me from actually being allowed to feel my feelings. So I think that was the hardest part for me, just opening up and expressing and actually feeling my feelings and acknowledging my emotions. Hmm.
0: What was the hardest part for you in in achieving your career field? I mean, getting into your career field.
2: So for my business or for um, as a therapist? Both. (laughs) Let's go there. Everything about having a business is hard. (laughs) Everything. Yeah. Everything. (laughs) um school i'm um, school i didn't really have any challenges i'm really um good with school but business everything about having a business is hard so you have to be passionate about what it is that you're doing or yeah. you're going to just be overwhelmed and consumed by anger <laughs> by anger that's it that's the only emotion <laughs> i can think of my anger so you have to really be passionate about it things are not always going to go the way that you planned when i first started and I was reaching out to people for help, asking them how they were doing it. People were not willing to help. People did not want to acknowledge me at all. Like people would read my emails or read my DMs and not even respond back. So that all goes back to competition. People thinking I'm building a business to compete with them. But so it's it's hard. And it's gonna be things that you that you come face to face with that's going to um, make you want to stop. But if you're passionate about what you're doing and you have a vision and you have a mission and you have guiding principles, you'll you'll persevere. Mm-hmm. And you have to be passionate.
0: Definitely, definitely. Jaquasia, do you feel in your life right now that you're living or do you feel that you're just existing? And what is what is the difference between the two for you?
3: Um.
2: I think um the difference between living and existing is existing. I feel like you probably don't have like a any any like how do I say this like any motivation to do anything other than what it is that you're currently doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like you wake up, you go to work, you come home, you shower, <laughs> you eat, you go to sleep, and yep. you do the same thing mm-hmm. every day you yeah. know that's what you you live your life by It's no motivation to grow i think living is when you take risk you know taking risk by um, running a business taking risk by going back to school at the age of 60. like i think that's living when you decide to be like you know what i'm not gonna work at this job no more i'm gonna build my own business to me that's living when you take risk you know so i think right now i am living because i do take risk risking and everything that I do, I think, like I said, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So you might as well just live in the moment right now and do what it is that you you truly want to do. So I do think that I'm, I am living, not just existing. I love
0: that. I love that. Kai, you have the last question,
1: sir. Um, I mean, you really pretty much answered my questions and you answered it with very, you went in depth in the questions. Um, I guess I guess what I I, I guess I'll leave with this question is where do you see black girls can heal going what's the next what's the next step that you see
2: um I think the next step right now is just moving more towards um getting in-person support groups in, this, mm-hmm. in the states that I have virtual support groups so I think that's my next step having things move from online to in person. I'm
0: ready. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Dequasion on me is always ready. We will be back after this brief message. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Jaquasia, as we close, please, what would you love? to leave our listeners with today. And please also tell them how they can be a part of the support group or how they can just even learn more about Black Girls Can Heal and either get involved or get the resources
2: if they are women of color that need healing. So for support groups, we run in two cycles, June and again in December. Right now, we're closed for cycle one, but we're still accepting applications for cycle two. Enrollment will open up in October. So to be placed on a wait list, you can go to our website at www.blackgirlscanheal.org and leave your um, name and your email address and you'll be added to our wait list. Um, Right now, we're not currently looking for facilitators, but once we do start looking, I'll announce that on my Instagram or on Black Girls Can Heal Instagram and as well as our Twitter and Facebook, which is also Black Girls Can Heal. If anyone has any questions or comments or concerns or needs to be connected to like a therapist or just resources in general, you can send an email to info at blackgirlscanheal.org. Excellent, excellent. How can they connect with you, Jaquasia? Well, you can um send me an email if you need to connect with me at Vandross J at Gmail. I mean at blackgirlscanheal.org. And you can also follow my personal Instagram, which is Jaquasia vandross Excellent, excellent, excellent. Take us away, Kai.
1: Um, so listen, if you're interested in your brand on the platform, right? Or maybe you're interested in being a guest. Email our marketing team at contactlifeverbs with an S at gmail.com.
0: Share your story with us or email us questions that we can read here and provide some advice. If you're interested in doing that, also email us contactlifeverbs with an S at gmail.com. .com. And if you haven't already, follow Kai and I, follow Jaquasia on Instagram. Kai and I go live three days a week, y'all. Okay, three days a week. Yes, and again, all this information is listed below. Always remember to keep your soul hydrated and your spirit
2: fortified.
1: Yep, and then at the end of it, just know that we're two Libras, right? With two different views we're always on the same wave Unless,
0: oh,
1: yeah. um just remember just remember the um the greatness that's inside of you right it wants to get out of you but that but that greatness is outside your comfort zone all right so get out your comfort zone and get, and get to your greatness and we go
0: excellent